0: and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Photography Bar podcast. It's me and Cam in today and we are also joined by a fantastic wedding photographer called Ross Harvey. Ross is also a Nikon ambassador and uh, we're going to get to have a good chat with him about all things photography and of course have a little natter about what Nikon are doing at the moment. Okay well thanks Ross for for joining us today. Um, Yeah it's been a bit of a crazy crazy year or so and i think it's going to be a bit crazier carrying on so how how have things been for you over the past sort of 12 months or so i think you've just defined it perfectly and hello by the way nice thanks for having Hi. me on.
1: <laughs> yes it's been insane really isn't it i mean you mm. can't predict it you can't really well you can't certainly can't plan for it and it's put a lot of people in very awkward positions i think it's just take it on the chin and just do your best every day yeah. really
2: have you have, yeah. have you have you been out much with the camera? Have you done any sort of personal development stuff, or taken on any personal projects, or have you had a bit of a break from it?
1: Yeah, I've had it as a as a break from photography. I mean, I'm mm. still working on a website which needs to go live because um, I haven't updated my website in probably three years, which is terrible. I'm very <laughs> sorry to anyone who wants to see new content, but the new website should be coming the end of this month i know i said march on instagram but maybe early next month (laughs) you know how it is i know
2: it always gets yeah websites are like that
1: so many different things you think i've forgotten about that you know like getting all the 301 redirects for every single page and making stuff like that you just don't think of
2: yeah Um, Mm -hmm. all the
1: content is ready so i'm excited to get that launched basically yeah but other than that it's been um the personal personal development stuff has been outside of photography and i've just taken this time as a just a timeout really after a crazy 10 years of shooting
2: mm. yeah. i think i've, I've yeah. really been the same i mean i'm you know i've been fortunate we have ticked over with the work that we've been doing so I'm, I'm sort of really thankful for that as well in fact most of the work actually that we've been doing that's kept us going more so than photography has been the video side of um, of the business so we've we've had that which has been really good but Aside from that, I, again, I haven't really picked up my camera to do anything on a on a personal level at all. And we had um, Mark Clegghorn, who runs um, surf and photography uh, courses, and uh, it's gone out of my mind now <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. what, it, what it's called. I Sorry, Mark. You know, okay. <laughs>
2: and um, Mark asked us a question about, you know, have we been documenting COVID? And this was sort of uh, early-ish into the first lockdown, and um, I'm not sure if you were in that, Mark. I think it was Robert and myself. Yeah, talking. no, I was. Yeah, okay, right. And I think <laughs> we all obviously said no. not Obviously,
0: not yeah. completely forgettable, obviously. <laughs> that's right. yeah. Negligible well, presence.
2: Yeah, that's right. Cheers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I said, oh, I, I know I said no, I hadn't. And Robert hadn't been either. And I felt a little bit guilty when he asked me, actually, about that, because I have seen a lot of people have gotten out there with cameras and documented stuff, yeah. but I haven't really, not at all. I've said, a, I mean, I generally well, I think. Don't,
0: you know what the, the time in because i did the same thing as, as ross did last 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 year you know i thought this is the time to sort out my website because you, know <laughs> <laughs> you know because normally it's one of those things that you kind of put to one side isn't it um yes, forever and uh, you know and all the other silly little things that like, oh i've got to do this edit or i've you know got to do this that and the other um and yeah so one of the things about this year is actually getting things like that been able to get them done basically which has been pretty cool um mm. so so yeah yeah I guess um, there's, been so a lot of,
2: there's been a lot of business development really i suppose rather than sort of per, well, it's personal development yeah. as well but learning new things so, sorry gone Mark. you were going to say
0: well i was just going to say i mean have you been looking at sort of any gear at all over the past 12 months ross or anything like that or yes nikon has sent me the latest um
1: z6 mark ii to play with and I haven't okay. had a chance to give it a run through its paces, obviously, because I haven't had a wedding. And my <laughs> yeah. other hobby being street photography, whereas, Cam, you asked me if I do personal development, it would be shooting street.
3: Mm.
1: And mm. that's my favorite photography hobby. By I love that. Mm. But obviously, there's no opportunity for it. Mm. Unless you're shooting with you're so... like a 70 or 200, which I'd never do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair enough. Some crazy, fair enough. like long lens street photography. Yeah. But yeah playing with the, the Z6 Mark II, and it's a great camera.
2: Right. Do okay, so you call yeah. it
1: Z then? Because that, that, that was the question I was going to ask you. Uh, yeah. Is it Z or Zed? But... Well, it depends if you're American a Z, right? And if you're oh, yeah, British yeah. as Zed. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I, you know Robert, who's uh, Robert's the other, yeah, uh, you know, other landlord in the photography bar. He's not here today, uh, Ross. But he, um, I, he's, he's the youngest one out of the group and he's, and he uses a lot of American terms. I think it's all TV influenced and uh, social media influenced. And he he said he he's been saying Z for years. Anyway, I don't think I've ever ever actually heard him say Z. And words like category, he says category and, uh, and aluminum. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yes, <laughs> uh,
0: you know, if he says that, I'll um,
2: yeah. yeah, and I'll say <laughs> c- I'll say ceremony, whereas he says ceremony. You know, and uh, but he he he's always used the term Z. But that's, I've found that's what generally most people seem to be re- referring to as and. I started to say the Z nine, but uh, yeah, if that's but, what like, Nikon yeah.
1: using in the marketing, that'll be some. It'll be related to that as well, won't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I, I wanted to come on about the uh, the ambassador role, uh, Ross, that you have for, uh, for Nikon. What, what does being an ambassador for one of the big brands involve? Yeah, you know, how much of your time does it take up? What are you expected to do? Just tell us about it, because I hear the term. A, a lot, you know, and um, come across so, sort of Sony ambassadors and, and Canon and Nikon, but what what, what what does it involve for you? I got on board with Nikon years ago,
1: obviously 2009, um, because of the D700, because mm. I love the camera, you know. Yeah, I know. You, you take mm. it, it, was that versus the 5D, and I remember thinking, well, you've, you've got the flagship sensor from the D3 an AF in this little body. I mean, it's just a bargain really. Yeah. And mm. from that point on was I fell in love with the ergonomics and I just became a Nikon person without even realizing it. it. I could just use it like a, the analogy, the analogy I like to use is um, a musician with a, an instrument like a guitarist doesn't think about the guitar when they're playing. Mm. I never thought about the camera. I didn't have to work around any nuances or fiddle things to try and get it to work as I wished it to. And before I knew it, I sort of thought to myself, I'd love to be an ambassador for them one day. <laughs> and I remember thinking well I'm never going to do that if I don't review things so I start to review and then obviously the d750 review went a bit crazy
3: mm.
1: and I think that put me on their radar and ever since then because I was already singing their praises anyway I was kind mm. of like a a proxy or that's what I'm looking for unofficial really ambassador
3: really.
1: yeah that will do <laughs> yeah <laughs> that will do and they made it official and I was over the moon because that was a like a, a business goal of mine but they they tell you to not specifically change anything they say just be who you are review what you want to review give us your honest feedback um and we'll ask you to do a few things like you talk at shows you do specific specific like magazine interviews and stuff but it's not too demanding they're very flexible and they give you options Mm. to do things
2: right
3: Mm.
1: um and i find that the team at nikon have been wonderful they're all lovely people Mm. And every time I've been to the Nikon School in London, they've always made me feel exceedingly welcome. They look after you.
2: Yeah.
3: And when you yeah. go and
1: speak at an event, they make sure you've got everything and they're constantly looking after you and making
2: you feel part of the family,
3: mm.
1: which sounds like a cliche, but it's very true. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do, do you link with the other ambassadors at all? No. You don't? No.
1: No. When, there's usually social events at Nikon London, they put on so people can come and meet us or we go and we help review the new stuff. Or if there's a launch, we all go. Right. And we get to catch up with each other then. Or if you meet at a show... Yeah. Um so I always, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. We ask about their endeavours and what they've been up to. But that's yeah. really the only time. Yeah. I mean there may be some ambassadors who are friends and speak offline, but generally sorry, not the are not friends. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Know, that's that, right. Yeah. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chatting all the yeah. time. Yeah, I know. So we don't, we don't we don't read really, that there's not a private group or anything on Facebook where you sort of hook up and talk things it's just right okay you know, yeah you meet each other now and then
2: and see how you're doing yeah you chat nick on yeah have a few have drinks money. maybe yeah that's right yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> like a friendly rivalry between the ambassadors at all like oh look at that shot he did <laughs> you know that kind of stuff oh i'm sure that must happen yeah but i mean they have ambassadors for different sections
1: don't they so like yes of if, course if there was two wedding ones i would 100 percent be like oh that's quite nice <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. like i'm a very relaxed person but i think a part of me which i've come to realize is very competitive just it's hidden below the surface and that kind of drives me to to be who i am i suppose and like yeah, to yeah. master something as much as i can you know we're always learning aren't we
2: yeah exactly yes, yeah you see something and you think i wonder how that was done i'm going to try that or and then you develop your own style don't you from that as well and yes. fact, we, we were talking about it mark on a on a on a on an episode recently, weren't we? Um, It was uh, Benedict Brain, who's been on the show from um, Digital Camera Magazine that uh, um, uh, that I think he was the editor of um, some time ago. Really great guy. And he had been doing some photos that he, um, I think, I can't know what it was. I think he was shooting from the back of a car or something. And it related to Lee Friedlander's work, some of the work that he'd done nice and he was saying is it okay to copy another photographer's work and from and you know or should you try and avoid it altogether and basically we were coming to the conclusion that yeah it's fine to do it because that's how you do learn but from there you other ideas will spark off and you'll you'll develop your own style from learning from others because everything is borrowed with its music, you know, rock came from blues, you know, um, yeah. and all that, everything, everything is borrowed. Um, and I think it's the same with photography as, as it is in music. And th- and from there you develop, you do, you do develop your own style, don't you?
1: Yes. And just like an instrument, there's only a finite amount of notes and only a finite amount, mm. finite amount of chords. So yeah, how yeah. you arrange those and how you arrange that set of notes over a long period of time mm. defines the artist and it's the same with the camera yeah do, you, do you, you
2: yeah do you play an instrument do you play the guitar you mentioned something
1: oh no I, i've got one i've got a lovely one but right. um i got distracted
3: Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a few years ago i was like stupid enough to start um, a blog called guitar over facebook and i think i put two two videos on right. and then, like um, the season hit yeah. <laughs> and it was just yeah game over just editing yeah. not
0: stop you know life takes over doesn't it at the end of the day yeah. and stuff like that right the editing part yeah. takes over yeah that's right only yeah. because i
2: was going to go off on a tangent here mark and i'm going to do yeah. it very no, briefly don't. right but then no, i'm going don't. to bring it right back right <laughs> let me go because <laughs> like, only something you said about music you know you was just sort of saying there's only a certain number of notes aren't there that uh yeah
0: um
2: that, that yeah. are there and a friend of mine who is a journalist uh a music journalist and he's written for uh what was q um uh um what's the oh can't remember. He's written for all the, the major magazines and still does. And he, we were having a conversation quite a few years ago, and I really am going off on a tangent here. He said that all the great songs have been written. And um, and I didn't know whether to agree with him or not. And I thought it was quite a bold sort of statement. But he, he was saying that all the great songs have been written. And that's just me going off on a tangent there, Mark. I'm going to bring it straight back. Are you, you
0: trying to say that the same as photography then? All the great shots have been taken?
2: i don't know i don't think so. no no that doesn't apply with photography i don't think
1: that's no. generational isn't it i mean yeah. my my mother's father granddad he listened to classical music and she used to play the the greatest rock um because she was a rock mm. chick and he used to say that's absolute rubbish <laughs> but now we yeah. say that's the greatest and obviously <laughs> you know i sit there listening to some sort of like oasis or whatever now and then i'm yeah. my next door neighbor who's like 17 she's like man you're old <laughs>
3: yeah. oh, don't yeah. say that isn't it some crazy mumble
1: rap or whatever and i don't think that's trash <laughs> yeah
2: that's yeah, right yeah 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 that's right yeah so which kind of cascades rap, like down the generations does not it it's not about bands anymore is it it's about you know because the music that comes out now is stuff that can be recorded in in a bedroom isn't it there, there's not they don't seem to they don't seem to be bands don't seem to be created as much do they no you know, anyway that, that era anyway sorry mark i'm gonna try yeah. and bring this back
0: he loves his music rowing,
2: like. i mean just going
0: back to it's, it's kind of still relevant for um cam went off on this tangent i mean keeping it. your keeping your work relevant i mean is that something you consciously do is it through working with others or seeing other people's stuff online ross or and you no, um, keep on top of it
1: i just shoot how i want to shoot and i won't change yeah. that um i found a style that is me and if i try and change that to um accommodate for what the trend may be then i'm actually i think it's taking away from what i need, mm. i can offer as a photographer and mm. i noticed that you know we had that trend where you know desaturated greens and then all of a sudden you've got everything's cloudy and very white and misty and very yeah. pretty mm nothing nothing I'm not going to bash them they're not my style personally but they were getting a lot of bookings at one point but it's cyclic and it's going to change and at some point it'll come back to you know like fashion does with skirts Mm. short skirts long shirts tight jeans baggy jeans it's just done just to keep selling stuff and everything's cyclic and photography is as well I mean one day one day vignettes will be popular (laughs) in thirty that'll be like a everyone be having a vignette like old school pictures maybe but with the good it's, thing about photography, and the like same with good music, I've got to bring it back to that camp.
3: Yeah.
1: If you get a good melody, it will work with a piano, with a guitar. You can hum it. You can mm. sing it. Mm. If you take a solid picture, any way you edit it, it will work. And so yeah. I've always thought to myself, I want to take the best picture I can in every moment that's available to me, the most creative and capture, the most genuine stuff. And, and I've calmed down a bit, a bit on the, the shiny effects and stuff like that. I used to shoot through things all the time, and I know everyone does now. Mm. Yeah. I've kind of pulled away from that because I want it to be less trendy because that is a trend. And then there'll be a yeah. point when we look back now and people see we're shooting through things as reflections here, reflections there. We will be cringing at it. It yeah. might be five <laughs> years. It might be 10 years, but we will be cringing at it. And I know yeah, that yeah. is fine because if it's current in the moment and it's happy and everyone loves it, everyone, everyone wins.
3: Mm,
1: yeah. so I've got to the point now where I want to look back at my work in five years, 10 years, 20 and it's consistent and it doesn't matter what year it is what the trend is Mm. people will go that works yeah so that's that's why i've kept to who i am now and i've pulled back from a lot of that flashy stuff because i want to i'm trying to make a a consistent 20-year portfolio now Mm. and Mm. i want it to be awesome
2: yeah that's really good i'm glad you say that because i think one of the things i you know i'll always say is that as photographers it's you know um for for many people photography has become is is not the art of photography it's the art of photoshop or the art of filters you know um and to me it's always about getting it right at camera stage you know the, the, the 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 basic shot once you've got that shot and if it's a damn good shot then little tweaks in in photoshop and, and and you've got that final image that's even if you really need to do that as well but it's it's all about getting it right at camera stage and not sort of shooting and thinking I'll oh, i'll sort that out afterwards i can i can fix that you know i can photoshop that I and mean, photoshop has just become a word now that everybody knows you know can you photoshop it yeah you know can you photoshop it mm. and that's yeah. something that i you know I, that from having the time that I, you know, that I've been involved in the industry and then shooting from film. And then when you didn't have the op- you didn't have the options of putting filters and in an instant, you know, on a screen. So it was always the natural image. In fact, when I look back at my wedding images, I want to look back on some that you've just said, ones that I shot 20, 25 years ago and still want them to look like they were shot yesterday, because it, I think it's the one with the filters that will date very, very quickly. And you do get taken in by when you look at photographers and you get those bright white oversaturated images and then the vintage look has been in for a, a number of years and it's quite i find it quite sort of difficult to come ahead around sometimes when talk say you know where we're, you know our style is vintage and yet you go to the wedding and it's got nothing to do there's no vintage style there at all for the wedding um and again it's just it's it, everything's got a cycle hasn't it? it it revolves around and filters and people jump on the latest filters don't they yeah and I've been
1: approached by quite a few different people and companies to release presets, but they go against my whole ethos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really glad you've said yeah. that. It, yeah. Which is to just become good at editing because yeah, I agree, Cam, um, the picture in camera is where the art is. Yeah. And we, re- we use, I mean, I can really transform a picture in Photoshop. I teach people in um, workshops and masterclasses how to use Lightroom properly because it's mainly Lightroom. Mm. We say Photoshop, but it's Lightroom, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. And I can really make an image pop. Mm. But the idea is to get a great image in camera, and then you need to do hardly anything to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, it, can't, it doesn't hurt if you can get a, an average image and make it look better. Yeah. But that's only by what I don't think helps people is they, um, they take an average, some people will take an average picture, apply some god awful filter, you know, like you crush the blacks mm. and the whites, and it yeah. looks kind of half decent, mainly because it looks like it's an old picture, like not the actual content of the photo. Mm. the content of the photo has to win first and then anything you apply to it, it will look good yeah um so like i always try and say to people yeah like you say when lightroom and editing is just the polishing yeah you know? you're not yeah. trying to polish a turd either you're polishing a bit of gold yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know th-
2: yeah. that's the thing if you've got the great image in the first place then you can do anything to that image you know you're not trying to rectify an image You know, if you've got it shot and it's been shot properly, you can you can then yes, you know you can you can take it wherever you want rather than trying to fix an image. That's what you don't want to be doing is fixing an image. Um,
1: Editing is horrible if you try and fix images the whole time. Oh, exactly, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the best weddings are when you've taken the the picture in the right light. If you've got a good light and you use that light, Mm. editing is an absolute breeze. Yeah, but you you, Mm. I mean you you both know you get a wedding in a dull church with three different light sources like an incandescent window. (laughs) Yeah, some awful purple heater on the wall that's gone on the bride's face but not the the grooms yeah not the grooms just like i want to kill myself right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) because this is horrific i mean that's the kind of editing you don't want to do you want your editing to be when i when i shoot street i don't touch my images at all um yeah i used to like clean bits and bobs up but now i just leave them as they are but with weddings i am notorious for cleaning the hell out of them like if it's a street on on london this is the pavement Mm -hmm. I will yeah. get rid of every single um, bit of chewing gum, every right, single okay. yeah. cigarette butt because my my brand is clean and elegant. Yeah. So I'll still mm. spend ages doing that. But, you know, you mm. get some good music on or you get a podcast on, you're editing, retouching away, yeah. it's fine.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that's yeah. different to
1: trying to make a poor image look decent. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and exactly. Yeah.
1: The presets it's, is it's a thing now, isn't it? Like people just want a, the easy route. And unfortunately, mm. the easy route is detrimental long term. mm
0: yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. gotten on with presets really. I mean, I've tried sort of using them and I've never, <laughs> never been impressed really. Um yeah. uh, it's it's I mean, for me it's like you've got to know what your end result what your end result is. Um I mean, I do a lot of composites with studio photography so actually I do a lot of photoshop work, but you've got to shoot for it. You can't just put something on exactly. to make a bad yeah. image look good you, you've got to shoot for it and it's exactly the same with this you know you if you are wanting to clean up like you say cigarette butts and chewing them off pavements that's fine but you don't want to be then spending more time in correcting the exposure and stuff like that you're just making more time and more work for yourself
2: mm. yeah i notice also a lot of the presets now are really in- influenced by film because I saying i do a lot of video work as well so uh, you know uh, you, you watch anything on netflix now and it's got those it's it's got those some some of the some of the series have got beautiful color tones to them and a lot of those i've noticed are coming into photography it's, it's either that or it's the other way around photography's gone into film but you but i i'll watch stuff on netflix and i do see some beautiful tones and uh i sort of think you know i sort of think wow that 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 would that looks stunning just as a still image on its own
1: yeah i love it when you find a series with great cinematography or a film yeah ex- exactly mm. i'll tell you what i
2: first noticed it was have you seen um oh brother where art thou Oh yeah, um, great George Clooney. Film, yeah. That had that sepia look, didn't it? And that was a big thing the Cohen yeah. brothers did. And It was a way changed that changed all actually... the green yellow, didn't they? It, it was <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Um, and I really wish I'd seen that actually in the cinema. Only seen it on the on the TV at home. I'd love to have seen that on a big big screen mm. because that was all about the look, wasn't it? That and um yeah. I've watched that film a number of times, and it still to this day still looks absolutely incredible. The tones on that are great.
1: Yeah. Um, that was um i watched a video on that actually he was they were one of the first people to do serious color grading yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: i mean if you find the before and after pictures when they're in the forest they're yeah. actually beautiful green lush forests but in the film they're yeah. like a golden brown it's incredible yeah yeah.
2: That's the, yeah. the taste yeah. they
1: want to give the the flavor of the film
2: yeah anyone out there that I hasn't really watched, watched that, that re- it's really worth yeah. watching just for that just for that 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 cinematic well, yeah,
0: that's the Coen brothers, uh, yeah. isn't
2: it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love it, basically. I know, they're great. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well,
0: No Country for Old Men, I think yeah. is... I was about to say that. I love that film. Yeah, it's that's brilliant. right. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And the soundtrack Shot in... It's uh, Talking about music, again. The soundtrack in Oh Brother Where Art Thou is brilliant as well, so... Yeah, so yeah just crowds, think of that I think.
0: song when they were in, um, singing for that. I'm a man started. of constant sorrow. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Thanks, right, all right. Yeah, that was
2: brilliant. <laughs> music of that was great. Now, I want to come yeah. back onto cameras. I'm going to bring it back because, um, Ross, you mentioned the D700, which a colleague of mine had, so I was, I was very familiar with it. Um, now, the... F- oh, the first... Sounded like an AK 47, that <laughs> Yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Now the first now the first serious digital camera that I bought, because I bought the Fuji S2, I think, when it came out. And um uh, yeah, and, and um it, it it was awful. It really it wasn't good. And at the time I was really using medium formats. Um so I was shooting film and I couldn't get it with the um couldn't get it with the Fuji S2. But the first when I really had to go from film to digital was the D three. Um, and to this day, it's still the best camera, that I, the best digital camera that I've ever used. And I ran that into the ground. I went way over the actuation count um, on that. And they were tanks,
1: those D- oh, had a D3 and a D3S. And
2: yeah, D3 was incredible. And then, and from then, from there, I, I had no choice but to trade it in because it was falling apart for a D4. And actually, I was really disappointed with the D4. It just didn't perform as well as the D3. The D3 was the camera that had it. And then I went from the D4 to the D4S but then from the, oh, the d3s yes, that was the that was the king was it really yeah see i missed that you left it <laughs> yeah i did oh. yeah. but i did go d4 d4s but then after that i got rid of the d4s and went to d750 um Good because man d4, best camera in the world oh do you know i'd, I'd been reading that um it, a lot of people had been saying that it was the best wedding photography best camera for wedding photography in the world and i'd was reading a lot of reviews on it and obviously you know i was thinking it's going to be a down it's you know i'm going to be stepping down from a d4s to a d750 but obviously what happened the d750 a lot of technology that had been used in the d4 or their 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 flagship cameras obviously filters down into smaller models eventually Mm. and i think that's what happened with the d750 and i think it was robert that bought it first And when i got my hands on it i thought this is such a good camera um, and it works so much better than the d4s once a once the grip was once uh you know the the grip was put on it it was it was it was such a good camera and i've still got it to this day because i'm now more or less gone mirrorless i've moved to the sony system now um and
1: your thousand fps
2: uh, yes that's right yeah <laughs> exactly yeah uh, but i but the d750 and the d3 uh, were top of the range cameras for me and the d d750 i, st- I, st- I do still use it to this day um but you was you rated that camera as well uh, obviously uh, ross d750 it seems yeah
1: yeah well i mean all nikon sensors are sony right
2: mm.
3: yeah
1: i i think they missed a ball by not sticking with that sensor and just sticking it in every other camera because the, the rules and i say this all the time but the rules from that camera are magic
3: mm.
1: like the, yeah. not just a not just the shadow detail but when you recover Shadows from it, or you pull the exposure up. The way it w- would handle colours as well, mm. and the way it wouldn't give you all that horrible patchy look. You know, like when people try to do that on the Canon stuff, the old Canons.
3: Yeah,
2: you got that tartan effect, didn't you, <laughs> in the shadows? I think you get Mark's probably green and red. Yeah, Mark's probably more familiar with that because Mark's been a Canon user.
0: Well, not really, because I expose right, but you know. <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, you
2: never saw that effect.
0: If you're so,
3: not going to
1: be pushing the shadows for an effect, it's not an issue. Like if you're yeah. shooting for the highlights. Yeah. But my style, well, I push the shadows a bit, so it's good. But I do that less now as well. I look I look back at some of my
0: work when I really got into that and I was thinking, man, that is borderline HDR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got to be careful, haven't you? I do do it a little bit, but only a tad. And I don't find I get that issue because I have seen the the, the tartan issue. Um, but, but that's, it's that's not also the tartan issue, yeah. Yeah, it's not something that I've, I've had that much of an issue with. But, um, but, but yeah, I mean, obviously with... I mean, they're bringing out a new camera, aren't they, in in, in the autumn? I don't, uh, Nikon, is that that is. Um, the, the Z9. Have you seen much about it? Do you know anything about it? Are we allowed to ask you anything about it? Even if I knew, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you I don't
1: know because right. the first thing I said, one of the first things they said to me was when I made me an ambassador was um, a couple of years ago. I said, what can you tell me? She went, nothing. <laughs> 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 my hands are tied um i can't, can't can't tell you anything um so yeah we don't we don't get an inside scoop at all
2: yeah
1: yeah so we might be we might be being told there's um an event coming up which you're going to be at mm. and then you yeah. might get a week with the camera like with a when the z7 and the z9 was launched they sent me to tokyo to do some shooting with the 35 mil lens for their launch for that lens for the official pictures for the 35 mil i think it was 1.8 yeah nice and um he literally said to me, You're the first European to hold that camera. Right. And obviously the first thing I did was open it up and see the single card slot. <laughs> and oh, I was like, oh. I, I said to the guy, like, you're not going to hear the end of this. You, why did you not speak to me like before you put this through R and D? Because this is going to blow yeah. up in your face big time. He went, nah. Yeah. You know, right? I'm so glad you I said think that In because the Asian you're... market, they they just use like massive megapixels and portraits. Yeah. yeah. There's but a lot it... th- less do- well at the time there's what i knew of there was less documentary stuff so like um the market was like i want the megapixels i want the super sharp stuff and it's all about that file size and Mm. obviously they've got the two cards in now which we knew was going to come we spoke about this a
0: lot you know and
2: And you've spoken
0: about it a lot cam
2: yeah (laughs) It 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 frustrated the hell out of me because um i um because Roberts moved completely mirrorless. I mean, he does actually yeah. still pick up his DSLR when he when he needs to, um, but mainly mirrorless. I'm 95 percent mirrorless now, and, and I ended up moving to the Sony system. It's and, a great system, and the th- it is. And and the thing is, Ross, one of the main things was that the single card slot. It was an absolute disaster. But what and I've spoken about it so many times. Why did Nikon um, d- use a single card slot? Because you know that the, they sort of banged on about you know in their advertising that it, it's it got an xqd card the xqd is indestructible you know you can get so many shots it's great it's waterproof it goes down so many degrees all of that uh, what if you lose it we were saying <laughs> okay yeah. doesn't matter right okay in reality okay what if you do get a corrupt card okay the chance site may not happen but you know if you're on a shoot and weddings is a perfect example of that having that dual card there is just is there in the back of your mind but but seriously what what if you drop it what if you you know uh you know you're standing by a drain on a road <laughs> and the car drops in there yeah, imagine it you know, doesn't matter how tough that card is it's gone isn't it and that yeah. and, and it was a big mistake and i think uh i think well, a lot of people didn't buy it for that reason they they sort of held back and that was a z um z was it z5 what, what camera was it we were Z nine. yeah that's it yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, i was at seven sorry
2: yeah that's right yeah and it was so it was that was a real major flaw um but Coming on to that, do you think Nikon have, it, from our point of view, and you know, you know, I, I am or have been a Nikon user for, for many years, do you think, from our, or from our point of view, and, and correct us if we're wrong on this, that they've lagged behind? Because I know that um, when it comes to mirrorless, and I had some stats somewhere, um, I've got them here, they, um, they, when it comes to the mirrorless market, they're now fifth behind Canon, Sony, Um Fuji and Olympus Fuji. as well yeah and they've got seven and a half percent of the market which is quite quite surprising
1: um, yeah yeah I think it was a lot of, a lot of it was to do with that first the card slot seriously I think they completely underestimated how people appreciate peace of mind when, when they've got a camera yeah. yeah and had that camera have had two slots in it I think it would have made a big big difference definitely yeah that was my whole
2: term. thing see Mark I, I think I was I, you know. Well, no, you were definitely right time, time, about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to sort of say that, you know, Fuji and I mean, I used to use the uh, Fuji stuff for street. I, mean, right. I think mm. they're great cameras as well. Um, I haven't really, I did use a Sony one, so I didn't actually like it. I didn't like the raw files at all, and I can tell a Sony shoot from the skin tones. Right, pe- most people's mm. work because yeah. There's this slightly like magenta, fleshy look, which you can, I can instantly say sony shooter yeah and i mean my eyes are particularly weirdly attuned to skin color on a picture so I'm not right. most people don't even notice it so yeah i'm no. just like sony sony yeah. sony and there's sony. so many sony <laughs> shooters <laughs> there are but they're, they're, you know you've got to give sony credit they're very very good cameras with great af great fps mm. like you get the constant shoot and the screen doesn't flash yeah Um, that was the other feedback i said to nikon is you you need to be able to make it so when you take the picture the screen doesn't go black because um, you you lose your line of sight when you're shooting that way. Yeah, yeah. You know. exactly. And, and I think I, that's going to be addressed for these with um, firmware. I think.
2: Yeah, and in fact, the electronic viewfinder that was the one thing that I didn't feel comfortable with at first with going to mirrorless, and now I I don't think anything of it actually. I'm I'm sort of so used to it. But, but the other thing that made me switch from from really from Nikon on to this to Sony was really that um, that Sony had invested a lot of their technology that they've got in their playstations in, in in all of the other electronics that they have and everything they they put all of that into their cameras as well um and i think it was uh, mark somebody you know scott um who's mm. a bit of a technical whiz he he said a number of years ago that sony were five years ahead of uh, five years ahead of anyone else with technology um with cameras and uh, just now, um, not
0: their ergonomics, though, eh?
2: Not their ergonomics. I mean, the, the, ergonomics know, picking,
0: awful. Yeah, yeah. Up, <laughs> that's why I couldn't use them.
2: Picking up the Nikon yeah. feels like coming home. You know, it really does. I, I love picking up any of the the the, the Nikon mirrorless ones or the DSLRs. It really does feel comfortable. And the Sony's just got its hard edges and whatever. But I've now gone down that Sony route. But it really comes down to the to the dual card slot, which that was a was big that was a big decision, I'm afraid. And like I said, I think that's had a big big effect, as you said, Ross.
1: Yeah. I think it was due to the um I'm guessing it would it would affect the the right speed of the card. Because if you if you're based on XQD, which is quick, and then you stick an SD card in as backup, if you're shooting to dual cards, you then the bottleneck is the SD card, so you mm. lose all of that speed. Yeah. And I think that was their decision. I'm guessing that anyway. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah.
0: But hopefully, um, you know, with, with with the Z9 coming out, I mean, I have been doing a bit of research on it and the stuff that I can find. It looks it looks like it's going to be quite an impressive camera. Um, I'll be the first person it, want to try that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, stacked CMOS sensor. Oh, sorry, say that again, Ross. No, oh, go on, go on. So apparently it's going to have a, a stacked CMOS sensor. They reckon it's going to have a new imaging processor and an 8K video as well. And it's going to have an integrated grip um so it's gonna it's basically gonna look like a d6 <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> not sure how big it is in comparison you'd think with a mirrorless camera it would be smaller um but i think nikon i got a lot riding on this i get that impression i think it,
1: at this point in time anything can happen yeah i mean nikon need to release something that people really want to switch to yeah or not not switch from and um, mm. because obviously it's a very competitive market now and Sony are the clear leaders in terms of mirrorless At the moment I'm using now d780s, which is a combination of both which is perfect for me Because when yeah. I've got the viewfinder to my eye, I like optical Yeah, And I just it's basically got um It's got the z6 mirrorless inside like a d750 really which is Because the d750 as you know cam the, mm. the screen on the back if you want to use the live view is terrible
2: it is, that's right,
1: like, yeah. The AF and everything. It was unusable, <laughs> really, unless you're, like, zoomed in and focusing manually. Yeah. But the, the, the Z... Sorry, the D780 is a, right. what I've seen so far. Awesome.
2: Is it really right? Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Using it for the next set of weddings, yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you think you're going to be, eventually, be forced to go mirrorless, Ross? Do you, you know, um, because the, the, they really are... I mean, the DSLR it's going to be around for years, but, I mean, I yeah. eventually had to go from using medium format film which i absolutely love i had to go digital you know um and that was a huge that was a huge change incredibly yeah, i don't think
0: it's as, it's not quite as big a step though is it i don't think
2: do you not think i i think no. it has been i think it well, has think been the
0: difference between having film and then using sd cards for example i i, I think, think you know, the. I think it's much bigger. I think I think what will dictate because I'm reticent going mirrorless. I use DSLRs because um, I know we we spoke about Rob more than ever, and he's not even on the show today. <laughs> uh, yeah. But because I know he's had problems with the um, AF beam in low light conditions mm. um, with, with the flash, and that is apparently a mirrorless issue, not necessarily a Sony mm. issue. Um So. I'm like thinking, well, I don't really want to have that problem. (laughs) I'm I'm quite happy with what I'm getting. Might update my DSLR, but I'm not sure if going mirrorless is for me. But I'd imagine at some point there won't be DSLRs. It'll all be mirrorless, and I'll have no choice.
1: Well, it's the thing, isn't it? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I mean, you'll find that a lot of the the longest-term pros or the most experienced pros, they're just not caught into the, the trap of having the latest and greatest camera. Mm. because you know what you're doing with the camera and you use it optimally you get the results you need so you don't have to have the latest thing i mean i used the d750 for years Mm. if i use this d780 for years i'll probably be retired by the time i have to force to use mirrorless (laughs) but i mean if nikon came out with a a mirrorless camera that was just amazing i would obviously switch to it if it Mm. benefited me in certain ways Mm. yeah because um yeah. The less the less bending you have to do at a wedding to get down to <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right yeah but yeah, better really that's, that's a good point you're saying that actually because when I you know when I moved from medium format and then I bought the, the d3 the, my other reason for buying it was it was also I think it was the first camera that had dual card slots okay so that was one thing but the other thing was was that it was a camera I was used to using medium format so if I was say shooting a wedding or any sh- type of shoot it was clear who the professional actually was. OK, now going to DSLR and you'd find other people at an event, at a wedding or on a shoot somewhere would also have a DSLR. And some people would be thinking, I've got a better camera than the professional has. There was, you know, you, it, I needed to felt I needed to separate myself. And it sounds a little bit sort of. I uh, stand a bit up myself an ego thing no, yeah it is an ego oh, thing camp. Is. but the thing is yeah. okay is I did actually feel it because there I was at a wedding with a, a camera uh sorry with a medium format camera and a tripod so I was definitely separated I did feel that separation and suddenly it was going to something much smaller it just didn't something didn't feel right so that was another reason why I bought the D3 because it just separated me from somebody else that was going to have a camera It's unlikely anyone else at a wedding guest was going to have a, a D3. But then one, when well then once the D, once I got the D4 and D4S, and the D750 came out, I didn't care. After that, now I'm trying to go as yeah. small as I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the mirrorless yeah. now with this tiny lens. It's funny. I've gone, I've gone the other way. So yeah, it really, it doesn't matter at all, does it? You know, um, it, whether if you've got no. the flagship model, and to me, for a while, it was important. But th- I guess that was just that that, that f- way of thinking, that that mental thing from going from a medium format camera, which is obviously clearly bigger then no one else was going to turn up to a wedding with a medium format camera, you know, yeah. other than the professional, so. Well, it's um, the mental
1: image of what defines a professional, right? Or well, you must have the latest mm-hmm. and greatest gear, so yeah. you're just yeah. adhering to a an internal perception of what you should look like. Exactly. All, Which is great for the manufacturers,
0: right? Everyone's been there. Yeah,
2: that's right, What yeah. was that, Mark?
0: I'd say it's great for the manufacturers having that perception because <laughs> it just means you're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're spending a shed load on new, new gear all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Getting new gear is great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've bought a lot of mm. gear in the past. Yeah, I love shiny new gear.
2: Yeah,
1: it's just that when when you get a formula that works, you don't need to change it. That's all I mean by that. Yeah, if, no, if I'm work, agreement with yeah.
2: that i had something new delivered today i was showing it to you earlier on wasn't i it, mark it's a teleprompter <laughs> it comes in a lovely teleprompter sword. a teleprompter yeah <laughs> you know, do you remember those um uh, you know the silver um cases in fact i've, I've got it right here oh, you, these old camera
0: cases, these? you can tell it's a new toy can't you <laughs> <Right
2: here. laughs> on my desk uh, it can it comes in one of these old-fashioned silver camera cases so anyway i needed it for some video stuff that we've been doing it we've been doing it uh uh, we need an easy way to do it. <laughs> um, I want to just jump, uh, just change it a little bit, uh, Ross. And but still, obviously, sticking with cameras. Now, we're talking about you know what cameras have and whether it's got dual card slot or anything like that at all. But is there anything that you want to see in a camera that doesn't exist? Now, this could be a crazy, wacky idea or something. You know, I've it, always thought. My- doesn't matter how far fetched it is
1: yeah this is i shouldn't say this because i want to paint patent it and that's my retirement plan <laughs> at Go some point it. the ultimate goal is you're going to have a pair of glasses on or goggles and that's your viewfinder and the camera's just a little thing you hold in your hand with a button on it and so you, you're not that's even going to ruin my
0: life ross you're just <laughs> you're going to be the like holding the
1: camera up you're going to have it over your eye all the time
2: yeah that's what's going to happen. Well, we. We've sort of said this, where you blink that's, and you take the photo, idea. haven't we? That's a good idea. Mark, do you remember we said that you blink and you take a photo? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. But that's oh, nice yeah. But but what the, Ross the Google is Google saying. It's a lot more feasible. Say <laughs> so that again.
1: Google Glass had that camera, didn't they? <laughs>
2: yes. Did they? Yes, they did, is that what it was? they? Oh, oh, my, had a pair okay. of glasses,
1: and if you blinked, yeah. it took pictures and stuff.
2: Mike, you and I, we were universe. talking about cam- we were talking about camera design, weren't we? And you mentioned something about left-handed camera, didn't you? Well, it was
0: just something because we were talking about it um, on another show, and it's like, okay, so Cam has this thing about Leica cameras. I think they're slightly overpriced, and there are certain gimmicky Leica cameras that Cam absolutely loves. So there's the 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 one that only shoots black and white. <laughs> okay, can't shoot color, and it's about six grand for this thing, right? And you can't. Um, and there's one that's like covered in Kevlar, so it's bulletproof. And they're like, okay, why? I hope you're not collecting um, these, Cam. <laughs> um, they <they've laughs> yeah. all come out in the last year, Ross, and oh, it was okay. and it was mentioned to us. Uh, it was, I was thinking, was a previous guest, and they said, "Oh, these are really like targeting for men, aren't they? You know, not a lot of women would necessarily want to buy a Kevlar-covered <laughs> Leica." And I was got me thinking, "Well, well, <laughs> yeah, Cam," <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we're thinking, "Yeah." Th- like the design, it just got me thinking about camera design generally, you know, the right. I mean, do do camera manufacturers think of women in particular when they're thinking of the design of a camera or even things like left-handed people? Because I don't, I've never seen a left-handed camera. I know Nikon have made a couple mm. of prototypes or something like that. Um, but it just it just kind of struck me as um, they only seem to like design things for right-handed men. I don't know I don't know what you guys think about that, but
2: yeah, I
1: think the guy who does the Nikon stuff is a Ferrari guy, isn't it? Who does the camp um, Nikon cameras? I think
2: right, okay, he yeah,
1: Ferraris or something. Oh, that's the for the ergonomics, yeah, yeah, the ergonomics of the camera. But the left-handed stuff is just manufacturing costs, isn't it? If you if you have to flip yeah. for, a, okay. for a small percentage, you have to double your manufacture. It's just never going to happen. The cost well, is way see. too
0: high. So all these left-handed people have to. Um... Have, have, yeah. have to shoot, um, well, Southpaw, I suppose, isn't it? For that, <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> I'm yeah, hmm. yeah,
2: I'm, I'm left handed, Mark, and it's never, but it, oh, yeah, 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 but then it's never even occurred to me. So I write left handed, but everything else I tend to do with my right. So I know that if I pick up uh, uh, maybe a tennis racket or something, it's always with my right hand. If I pick up anything else, the only thing is writing, other than that, my right hand is my strong hand, other than actually writing with my left hand. so <laughs> So there's a, a bit, it could be an odd one, couldn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, Ross. We'll keep <laughs> still <stubborn> there. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, could go down we'll, a whole of the whole other route. We you don't want to go down. Where are we going?
2: Where are we going? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, Mark, I want to just change it to something different now. Um, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to ask Ross about cameras and Nikon at all?
0: No, I mean, I think, it, I mean, because I think we've, We've, we've been talking for quite a while now it's amazing how yeah. it's gone quite quickly and i, I would oh, really yeah. like to get you on to talk about maybe a bit more the ins and outs of wedding photography ross um yeah. but maybe we'll do that on another time if, if that's all right with you yeah, yeah sure to get you back on again um but yeah no i think I, i'm just i just really want nikon to smash it out of the park with this with this z9 because I, I used to be a nikon user back in the day when it was film i had an f4s i've still got it i love that that's camera the f4s oh it's a beauty um the only reason i moved over to canon is because i worked for a studio and they were all using canon so it just like silly things like the zoom it zooms the other way between canon and nikon um yeah. so yeah so I, that's why i went canon in the end so i i do want to see i just really hope they yeah smash it out of the park really with this z9 <laughs> i don't know any it's, details on the camera but i'm, I'm just as hopeful as you are yeah
2: yeah good stuff yeah good stuff right okay now i just want to talk about something completely different here and actually i didn't realize this at the beginning but we were talking about music but it does actually come back to music now i'm going to put a link out for this so that people can see what we're talking about but for now i'm going to do this so that um ross and mark you can both see what i'm actually talking about but i've come across this quite fascinating article where, where it says a group of nursing home residents have recreated a classic have recreated classic album covers from ranging from Adele to David Bowie now I'm showing this picture here of a lady uh of uh in a in a nursing home she's got to be I don't know how old she's gonna be. she's gonna be in her 90s say 80s 90s and um somebody has taken a photo of her um Doing the one of the David Bowie album covers, I think is it Ziggy Stardust, isn't it? Where uh, I think it she's, is, yeah, she's got the blue way. and the red slash going <laughs> going over the face here. And it's quite an interesting article. It's, it says here that it reminds me of my 97-year-old grandmother telling me on the inside that she was still 18. Um, and it says here, a nursing home has demonstrated its creativity in the midst of the coronavirus pa- pandemic by photographing residents recreating classic album covers. Sidmar Lodge is a residential home located in Edgware. Which states on its website that it offers a full range of activities inside and outside of the gay home. and obviously photography is 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 one of those things. Now it seems as if uh, part of the article is hidden, but I don't know if you guys can see that. But um, see through that, yeah. Yeah. So Vera, yeah. who's ninety three, has recreated uh, Adele's uh, twenty one album cover and um you've got the david bowie one as well And i think that's all that i can see actually on the article part of the article is hidden um oh there's an elvis one Elvis, as well. and okay. it's
0: also rag and bone man that's right yeah
2: and i can see is that um a take on the clash or something i'm not sure
0: that's elvis um,
2: is it that's elvis it? Oh, of course yeah it's yeah. elvis isn't it i can see it properly yeah um, elvis so if you were going to recreate uh, an album cover sort of photographically which one would you recreate which one can can you think of one that you'd recreate now i had to think about i obviously came across the article so i've had a bit of time to think about it
1: yeah to put me on the spot there all yeah, right yeah so
2: while you're put you're me thinking, on the spot and all right while you're thinking about it i've got i've got these and you probably know them never mind okay by nirvana the one of the baby in uh, uh underwater okay we classic album one cover is, yeah. <laughs> all right um
0: That'd be a tough one to do. A lot of responsibility there as well, Cam.
2: <laughs> right, yeah, the Clash, London Calling, uh, the on-stage one where she's where where he's smashing the guitar. That's the yep. classic cover, isn't it? Um, and uh, I think also Michael Jackson's Thriller, where he's laying down and leaning on one. <laughs> Uh, I think it's that the it one with the on school
0: it? portrait. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> didn't Ricky Gervais do, do that one?
2: No, I think so. Or, <laughs> or maybe Bad when he was wearing his leather jacket, you know, on the, on the white background, with yeah. you know, some bad written on it. <laughs> anyway, well, I think this is really creative and it's the guy who's actually works at the at the care home who actually did the photography himself as well. And um at some point I going to try and get him on to have a chat about it was what made him think about doing this because he's obviously a, a keen photographer as well. Actually, images yeah. don't, don't look too bad, um, you know whether they've just been snapped on a phone or something. But but can but have you thought of one yet, Mark? Ross. I haven't. Oh, my haven't?
1: Cube Predator. Oh right, I
2: like okay, that yeah. Cover. Yeah. There's a
1: guy who did some photography. Actually, was it a guy? I can't remember. They did some photography um, where he was just like the old person was. You see the back of their head like a, wind- a mirror but the reflection was their younger self and they were dressed in whatever their job was. Oh, right. Yeah. That was a, or you'd see there, you know, the old person was looking out the window on a train, but the reflection was the young person as a doctor or whatever. And I thought that was mm. amazing because you just sort of, it's so easy to forget about the history that people have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like when you see an older person, you, like, especially when you're young, you just think old person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's a whole life and a whole history. And it's so easy to overlook that when you are speaking or just when you just go through life and you're distracted by life in general
2: yeah best, that's right like yeah
1: love and loss and hopes and dreams in each person and you, you know you walk someone and pass them in the street and it's so easy to forget all that
2: yeah that's right they've had a life as well haven't they that uh, and it's got to be docu- well it's probably not as documented as life is these days you know when you see pictures that have been taken on phones all the time i something i
1: hate to be a kid right now i think yeah. we we got lucky because we grew up when well, speaking to myself here, I was born in the end of 79, which is insane now when I mean, you know people who are like 20-year-olds who were born in 2020 and you think, Yeah, that's right.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm only a year later than you, uh, yeah. Ross, so uh, I feel it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, um, I've completely forgotten what my point was going to be then. But I, was, I was sort of saying that, um, you know, how life has been documented, how it's documented so much more now. Ah, yeah, but we, we grew up without
1: technology and then it, technology boomed when we were kids growing up mm. so we we had like childhoods playing on the street you know playing kirby stuck in the mud whatever yeah um, and then we got technology and we grew up with it yeah so we've, we've had that experience of childhood without basically having a camera on you all the time like if you're a kid now mm. you, you can't do anything like if not that you'd have a fight at school or anything so it's not the sort of thing you do anyway but it's on camera mm. if you if you're dancing funny, that's on camera. You're going to get mocked, and it's just going to be horrific if you're a kid. Now, I think I think we got very lucky growing up when we did, to yeah, have I- all the tech as we sort of get age a bit, get older.
2: Yeah, I think so. And we've seen that tech introduced, yeah. so we've been right in the middle of it. I've always felt that, um, you know, in history, we, you know, when you look back at when the first photo that was ever taken, that was taken, you know, uh, it was going back in time. I think we were right in that. We we're right in that period, weren't we? Of, of the digital really when it's really started to take off when it's really yeah. started to, to developing and and i've said this to robert before mark saying that you know it will look back in history and say we, we were at that point we we're right in the middle of that change when it all happened when do you i've think always said iphone
1: was launched sorry sorry mark go on
0: no 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 uh, i was just about to say just reiterating what you were saying there ross i'm always glad when i was at uni there was no facebook yes I'm so and, and I often say that to my my you know the, my group of uni mates. So, so glad, so glad. I mean, we had mobile phones, but they were like the green screen mobile phones.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, you're playing Snake but, on your Nokia, right? Your thirty two ten. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah. Oh, just
0: like, I had.
1: You'd nailed. You'd the have the Matrix it, nails one into the wall with it. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had
1: the
0: Matrix one, which went ka-chunk when you answered it. it was oh, my mate had mad. the Matrix
1: one when he first got that. I was like, oh yeah, it. I hate everyone with that <laughs> phone. yeah. everyone that Yeah. Sorry, Ross, you you were going to say something just before Mark said something. Yes, I was. It was going to be exceedingly life-changing and profound, and I've
2: totally forgotten it. (laughs) (laughs) I think you said, do you remember something? Do you remember when? Can't remember what it was now to so oh, completely I it's gone. It'll come to me if it's important. Yeah. I was joking about the life-changing thing. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh Mark, is there anything else that uh, you want to bring up at all before we wrap up? Well, I was just just thinking about answering your question about um
0: album covers. I quite oh, yeah. like the Rolling Stones Hot Rocks one when it was the rim lights. Yeah. Um, but I have attempted that one before, so that's kind of a cheating answer. Right. Okay. Um there was a pink floyd one i'm not sure if it was an album cover or not Mm. but i remember seeing it on a poster and i thought it was really cool and it was a um is each member of the band and they were sat next to a picture frame and then in the picture frame was the next member of the band next to a picture frame and then it just kept going on and they they had all and i thought pink floyd is, isn't it? That is isn't it it is yeah typical floyd but um yeah yeah i always thought that album
1: covers i went straight to a pink floyd actually the um Wish You Were Here, which yep. has got to be probably one of the best album yes. covers in the world ever.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yes. yes. I
1: forgot. But because yeah, yeah, you said a... recreate it, that's why I didn't say it because you got Yeah, no, you don't want to set us on <laughs> fire. <laughs> 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 Do you
0: mind modelling for this picture, please?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Petrol
0: all over them. I remember there was an interview with um, Noel Gallagher and uh, apparently he was being told about the um, what's the story album cover and apparently were going, all the record label going mental oh you got to see this record you know you got to see this album cover this photo for the album cover is amazing and he looked at it and went eh, it's all right
2: <laughs> <laughs> good stuff brilliant okay so should we wrap it up there mark do you want to do you want to sign off so. um yes well thanks ross for joining us today um
0: it's been great having him. you on and having a chat all you know things nick on and wedding photography and, and music we've t- spoken a lot about <laughs> yes. music today as well which is quite cool um and oh, thank dude. you everyone for listening um it's been a fantastic episode this time uh we will be back again next week um don't forget to like subscriber on all the major uh platforms spotify apple music amazon music you know all the major ones please give us that five star review we won't accept anything less of course and uh, we look forward to uh speaking to you next week bye for now